0: Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode and if it's not for you we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers so make sure you read the book and don't
1: say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Ola, and I am here with only one other girl who reads porn. Betty. Yeah, hello. She has ditched us for a wedding. How are you doing today, Betty? She is the maid of honor. She didn't really have a choice. (laughs) It is the wedding of the person who did our new... It it is a graphic designer's wedding. Yeah, it is. our graphic designer's wedding. Yeah. Well, Amy, I hope you have a beautiful wedding. Yeah, congratulations. And and congratulations, Muzzletoff. all the good stuff for you, babes. We are joined by an amazing guest today. The delicious, as Skylar Hart had said. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we have a thirst trap now. <laughs> the delicious Brittany Nicole. How are you today, B? The other B.
2: Right. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah,
1: you know, not bad. What's happening? What's the latest? What's going on?
2: Not much. Just ran home to record with you. It is still Thursday here. You're in the future. We're in the
1: future. Sometimes I will message. So I'm part of Brittany Nicole's like little fan club Instagram group. Yeah. Like literally fan club on crack. I've never seen anything like it. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i'll be like monday shit just don't do it just like stay where you are just stay in sunday
2: <laughs> just like don't hum it's not a good thing <laughs>
1: it's, like, it's not fun
2: go backwards
1: <laughs> um so big news for Brittany nicole ding dong ding dong yes book news Woo! book news for britney nicole Brittany nicole has just signed a contract to have 11 books translated to portuguese
2: wow yes
1: that's really which exciting. is actually
2: real. It is exciting um, because actually my first book that I ever published, um, we went to Portugal in the book. So because um, and the because my husband is Portuguese. There we go. Um, so it was actually kind of fun that I mean I didn't decide that Brazil was going to reach out to me. That was kind of like they were just the first ones out of all the countries. So it just was a random, but very a little bit a little bit sweet I love with you that said idea. that in the
0: way that like the entirety of brazil reached out to you like the brazilian yeah, embassy
2: was like entirety. we need your book <laughs>
1: <need> you, <laughs>
0: they're,
2: they're waiting for you know to be translated i love so that i told my husband, husband that now he can language. actually read them yeah yes right i said well maybe he'll read it. he won't read it in english maybe he'll read it in portuguese so there you go You yeah,
1: know, good for you you know you're making it when they start <laughs> translating shit like the Bible. Oh, yes. just keeps getting translated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't... Let's ask you some questions. That's why we are here. Okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bit of a hot mess this morning. There is not one time that we've had an author on that we've gotten the time zones right. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how they work. I, I have no time. idea how they work at all now. I don't if we didn't even have the day right at this point, <laughs> really. <Brittany>, like we're, <laughs> we're just like so far gone okay yeah what's the original thing that got you into writing romance and any particular authors that you love
2: um so getting into sorry um getting into romance i i think like 2020 probably when i was so tired of binging tv shows so I finally started to read again. I used, to, I mean, I used to read all the time, um, but then I stopped because life and kids and work. Um, but so 2020, I started to write. I don't know why. Um, to be honest, it wasn't romance. It was thrillers. And then I like, kind of they? was like...
1: Excuse, <laughs> excuse well, me, Rico deadly, Suave, please. Un Where are your
2: thrillers? Well, Deadly well, Gossip was actually the first, uh, the first one I ever wrote. No, second one. Um, and then I... Added like the romance to it, but originally it was just you know, a lot of the killing. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and so yeah, so that was the first one, and then I started reading Melanie Harlow, and I was like, wait, there's sex in books <laughs> like real sex in books, like this is a real How thing. How dare they? How dare I they not like, tell they say- me about this? <laughs> They say these words and they do these things, like, on page. Like, this isn't, like, fade to black. What is this? Um, and then I read Verity and I was like, wait, there's sex in thrillers, too? Like, what is happening? Like, what happened to, like, my sweet little Mary Higgins Park oh, yeah. books? Honestly, there's um,
1: sex pretty much everywhere, just in case you're wondering. If you haven't worked it out yet, there's sex yeah, in a lot well, of places. There's sex on the internet. There's sex in real yeah, life. So, there's sex in books. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so like my first book, I started with like, we kind of like just talk about like obviously the sexual acts happen, but like they're very much like there, but like not described explicitly. And then you got like Jane Kat's book just recently, Dirty Truths, and like you know, I go like to the extreme. So I mean, in a year and a half, I, gone from,
1: <laughs> I was like, reading that, and I was like, "This chick needs Jesus." T- <laughs> I <was> like, what <laughs> the
2: fuck? It's too much
1: for Easter. Jesus is dying this week. <laughs> Don't do that to us.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I definitely like went from zero to thirty um, pretty quickly. Apparently
1: it was <laughs> something else it was amazing though
2: apparently
0: it's really oh, common yeah. for romance authors to start with thrillers like the majority of romance authors we've talked to have started writing thrillers and romance authors just basically like be really angry and really horny just like all the time
2: yes <laughs> sounds about right
1: yeah well you know Who doesn't get, listen, you get angry if you're hungry or horny. So like it makes total sense. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you reading right now?
2: Um, I'm currently reading, I was supposed to finish it because I did a live last night with Melissa Ivers. So um, I was halfway through Dirty Devil and I hadn't finished it. Um, And then next week I'm starting, I have to read two more authors that are I'm doing a live with so I have to read their books so I no longer get to read for my enjoyment which I'm sure that you find now too I was Um, just about to say this sounds like a really
1: similar (laughs) situation
2: yeah so now I have to read like the authors that I'm talking to um so I've been doing that but I'm also like a total mood reader so even if I have to read somebody else I'm still going to read what I want yeah so you know
1: pretty much like I think I've read seven books this week
2: yeah, yeah, so I'll sneak that in somehow. But I'm actually really enjoying Dirty Devil. So even though, like, the live happened yesterday and I, like, read enough to, like, have the conversation, I'm still reading it because it's really good. Yeah, we're pretty
0: lucky here that so. we get to pick the books that we read. So it is just, like, we'll go through our TBRs and we'll be like, I really want to read that and I want everybody to read it with me. So.
1: Yes. this year is kind of sucked with the books that we've chosen. we really like- bad, yeah. We've done so badly this year with our TBR. It's been kind of pathetic, but whatever. That's the risk you take. What is your favorite
2: book right now? My favorite book. Oh my God. That's hard. Um, Like I, I, literally every book that I've ever read just like left my brain. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, oh my God. I'm trying to i like read a really good one recently and i was like i want everybody to know about this and now i it's left my brain that's cool i mean i really (laughs) i really like uh jc hawk she's great oh yeah um i like her billionaire series um and i love sarah kate's series
1: (sighs) mate daddy ronan that I know I got to, I got different. to meet him. I know I'm getting to meet him too soon because, you know, yes, all the, yes. all the secret stuff happening behind the scenes, but it's very exciting. Always
2: loving the secret side stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, so tell us about, wait, is it dirty truth? Yeah. Deadly gossip, dirty truth. I was like, deadly I truth. I just I mixed know. up myself. Sorry. Tell us about dirty truth. Give us a little so bit of
2: so dirty truths um i think somebody put it best it's like a spicy version of romeo and juliet without like this the the deadly ending um kind of so i do right (laughs) the
1: ending could be deadly
2: (laughs) it could be Um, well that's what i was gonna say kind of um so like if you're concerned about it just think like it's not as destroying of your soul as you know romeo and juliet was so there you go um so, yeah, it's a brother's best friend, but, like, secretly enemies. They're The two families um, are enemies because of reasons that you find out in the prologue, which is that the father of one family slept with the mother of the other. Um, so they've been out to destroy each other ever since. And the protagonists are the children of those two people. So you have... Jay, who is like a playboy and, um, has only ever really cared about getting revenge, um, for his family. And then he meets Kat, who is, has like no interest in her family business, has no interest in like really anything to do with her family. Um, aside from like, she loves her brothers, but she just doesn't want to be known as like this billionaire heiress and all of the baggage that comes along with that. So she goes by a different name She does not introduce herself and, like, hold herself out that way. And she's also struggling with, like, her identity and who she is. And she meets Jay, and he is cocky and full of himself, and she wants absolutely nothing to do with it. And he chases after her for a very long time, and finally she gives in, and then they have lots of (laughs) steamy scenes.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Apparently. I – okay, so – you know how i was saying that i was part of the group so <laughs> i kind of got confused because it's a duet right so this is the first part of the duet of this story but there is a previous duet called the whiskey li- whiskey lies lies whiskey and- lies
2: and loving whiskey
1: and loving whiskey right and so it kind of gives you a ba- it kind of gives you a future for these two and at the moment we're in the history of them in this current book so we know what happens, can I can I say, or is that going to, yeah, so they end up Get- in an arranged marriage in the end, kind of, to try and save the business. So we know that that's what's going to happen. It's ob- like we've been given this information. Every we know that person, they're not together. We know that they're not together and that they end up together again. It's been given to us everyone in her fucking group was like, I can't deal with this ending. How you do me like this. (laughs) What were you thinking? And I was like, did anyone else read the book that I read before? Or did I get a different version of this? Because I was like, I was expecting this and it was done very fucking well. Don't get me wrong. But like, why is everyone else having a panic attack? (laughs) I was so so confused. (laughs) And they are like, we need- We need another group so that like, you know, what recovery group, like we need to recover from this book. And I'm like, recover from what you've been told what happened?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why it's titled The Dirty Truths, because I was giving the background like we already knew. I said like I had no I wasn't nervous about releasing the duet like so far apart this time because I was like, no, we all know that they're not together. Like, I'm not. I'm just giving you like their background story, and it was originally going to be a novella, and I got a little carried water. away. <laughs> right. I got a little carried away, and like their story is like their original story is so good um, that like when I once I started getting into it, I was like, oh, I love these two. Like I liked living. Like the past is good. Um, so they it turned into like eighty five thousand words, and I was like, well, here we go. Um, but none of it was a surprise. <laughs> like nothing was
1: like nothing and everyone was like traumatized by it and i'm like yeah why like what happened what did i miss (laughs) and i was like i was saying this to britney i was like i was expecting like a third nipple or they like murder someone or like something fucked up happened no like it was not what was like the storyline incredible not what was expected but the series of events were expected
2: right right no 100 percent. i i I think there was only one surprise that I think people didn't expect. And I think maybe that's why they're like going the, over the edge. The,
1: the thing. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. Fair so, enough. But like.
2: And the, yeah. So I get, I get it. Find and like, out what, about that in the other book anyway? What happens with. No. Well, you're gonna, but not in Whiskey Lies. There's no, no mention of that.
1: All right. So okay.
2: how do you come up with ideas for your books? <laughs> Um, I don't know, they literally just come into my head. I I feel like people just talk inside my head and then I write it down. I don't have anything fancier than that.
1: These fucking authors, we ask them these questions and they're like, I'm just imaginative. Like fuck off. Famous (laughs) swanster. she's like, It's all in my head. And then we're like great, that's the end of that question next. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to circle back,
0: Ola. You were like, Oh, this really traumatic like thing might have happened. And then the first thing you said was he had a third nipple. As if that's your epitome of trauma.
1: (laughs) I I was like, what could it be? Because I couldn't work out what could be so, like, shocking to everyone. I understand now, like, we kind of had to disappear for a sec because I had a lot of questions because I confused myself. (laughs) But now that we're back, I understand. But I also think, like, it makes sense for the storyline. So I'm not that shocked by it.
2: No, because not at all. we were
1: given the if if we weren't given the information in the first duet, I would be like motherfucker, who is this motherfucker? Who do you think you are, Jay? I will fuck you up. But then, like, I kind of know that he is already a decent guy because the way that he was treating Grace, Grace, yeah, Grace, yes. in the first duet. <laughs> so I know that it's gonna turn around and he will make himself out to be an amazing human in the end.
2: Maybe yes yes he he which i know um,
1: don't fuck with me right now because i can't handle it
2: no no i mean he's he he will remain my favorite male character that i've written um and there's a lot of explanation there's a lot of explanation that comes out in the beginning of the first of the second book that like will explain everything um very quickly And he is not like cash. Like he is his all of his issues are never surrounding like his problems with her. It's just like outside forces that cause these problems. Um, And so he's he remains even when and she I cannot say the same thing for her. She's it's difficult because I understand everything that she does and why she does it. But it hurts because we know that like he's the reasons for him doing the things he did like were to protect her
1: um yeah but and can I just say something we were also saying yesterday in the group I know that you know this bit um somebody was like why like how could he do this to her and I was like men are stupid like what is what about right. this is surprising imagine if that wasn't in the book you would just be like okay just another book but the fact that he did what he did at the end of this book and it's freaking good everyone has to read it it's fucking incredible it makes you just feel like fuck you penises around the world you stupid
2: penises but you under like you'll get the answer to why he did that and then you'll be like oh that wasn't a bad thing at all yeah yeah no like it really like he there's a line and I wrote it yesterday in the car and I'm gonna give it to you right now Um, so here's here's a teaser I, I have to I'm like trying to remember it off the cuff of my like brain but it was he says to her in the next book um, I may be their villain. The I may be the villain of their story, but I'm the hero of yours. You just don't know it yet. Um, oh. And <laughs> Betty and I just that's ended up smiling. That's at so, the same cute. Time. <laughs> so, like, he is the villain, but. Why he's the villain is, like, the more important thing. Um, so, yes, he's the villain of Grace and Cash's story. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We will find that out. He I don't actually is, feel like he is, He's but. morally grey. But you will. I love mo- you will. morally
0: grey characters. Yeah, oh, so oh.
2: morally grey. Um,
1: but I actually, pers- I feel like we-, we need to delve into this. I don't think that he is evil in the first duet because he had her back no matter what.
2: You're gonna find out things, and then that will change Does your hate opinion. Fuck her up,
1: Brittany, Nicole! You do not do this to us. Because I was like, oh my god, he's so sweet. He's like helping her out. Sure, Brittany, how dare you? How dare you do? How? Why you do this to us? Now I'm now I'm fucked. Now I understand. Very morally gray. I think he's my favorite.
2: <laughs> yeah out of everything he is, he is you've mine. written. Yeah, yeah. he's
1: no, like no, 100% grunt because like, he's, he's got so questionable. like he's
2: like yes, like the th- the things he does is wrong, mm-hmm. but the reasons behind him doing it are right. Um and I always like when people say like do you want the the villain or the hero? The villain is going to like kill everybody to save you. Is going to kill the world to save you, but the he, like the hero will kill the world like kill you to save the world. I want the villain like I want the person that's going to like give up everything else for me um and that's Jay like he will burn everything down for Kat um Cash on the other hand kind of burned Grace down instead of his family like he chose the family over Grace um so you know it's kind of like two sides to the coin
1: I fucking love your definition of villain and hero well
2: there you go it's
1: very true um okay out of all the books you've ever written who's which one's your
2: favorite and why well out of all the books I've written which one's my favorite um love and tequila make her crazy was very um like I feel like that was the first book where I was like okay I'm a writer um it was that's a big deal yeah, I mean it. It did well in the sense that like people started noticing it and saying like, "Oh, you like actually can write." Um, it was emotional. It involved nine. It like the. It went back and forth between the past and the present. It was like best friends, brother's best friend, and also they were best friends. Um, the, his father died on nine eleven, so it was very emotional. Like it had like that whole tie into it and it was a second chance at marriage so I mean like I really enjoyed that and I got to do a lot of fun things with that one um so I think that that will probably remain like my favorite book although I mean Dirty Truths is like right there
1: yeah I'm not because Dirty Truths is just I think like it's my fun. Favorite that you've written so far yeah it's yeah. just fun
2: like I love the banter in Dirty Truths
1: yeah like I like um cash and grace don't get me wrong but jay and Kat hit difference it's, yes
2: oh, yeah 100 mm,
1: it hits the spot and it's so fucking raunchy can we talk about that for a sec it is what happened
2: it is very what did you raunchy.
1: do <laughs> like did you take a libido tablet beforehand like what happened here because there is this like can i oh, i don't want to give it away but there's like a scene in a spa where like there's other there's lots of voyeurism. Yes. Lots of showing things, all yes. the things. Yes. There all is a that. lot of
2: that. Yeah. There's a lot of that yes, that continues in extra dirty and then it goes up a notch times 10. How? How could it go up? <laughs> <laughs> Can't Guys, say you have story, to. Write, there, it but... is
1: filthy as fuck. Um, what's your favorite sex scene that you've ever written?
2: It's coming in extra dirty. Ooh.
1: Well, that doesn't help us. We need a little bit of information.
2: Um, I can tell you that there is a cabin involved and there is more than two people.
1: You love love a flock of cocks, Ola. (laughs)
0: I love a flock
1: of cocks, but I don't think it's a flock of cocks. I think it's a gaggle of vag. Oh, uh-uh. oh, it's a flock of cocks. Oh, it's a flock of dick. <laughs> yes. Brittany Nicole, you are giving us the goods, babe. <laughs> I do. I am upset. I don't know what it is with me lately. I'm like, the more dick, the better.
0: Like I, do love if
1: it. I can have, Yeah, I've loved it. Why choose? I'm obsessed with it. Why- it's not why choose. It's flock of cocks. We're making yeah, a we're changing our language. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play a game with you okay (laughs) so I spoke to some of your friends and I was like let's play this game have you ever heard of the Ellen DeGeneres game where they kind of give you two guys and you have to choose one and then you stick with them and then you get like another guy right yes yes I've got all your characters here oh god but we're gonna give them like a special personality or physical trait on the side, so you have to choose. Okay. Depending on this personality or physical trait, okay. Deal. We'll start off with Jack from She Likes Pina Coladas and Luca. Jack has a club foot, and Luca has. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. And
1: Luca has explosive diarrhea every Sunday. <laughs>
2: oh so i have to pick between them you have to pick one and
1: then you have to stick with them and then we will add another person i'm taking clubfoot clubfoot yeah a (laughs) hundred percent okay we've got jack with the clubfoot coming in hot um next we have nate Mm. and nate has a monobrow oh my god jack or nate
2: well, that's so unfair to poor me. But he, <laughs> I'm sticking with Jack. I'm really? still sticking with the club foot. Okay.
1: All right. Jack. All right. Jack with a club
2: foot.
1: <laughs> or. Cash.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> what are you going to do to him? <laughs>
1: okay um jack with a club foot Mm -hmm. and cash with a tail
2: cash with a tail he what really (laughs) is he he what a tail I don't have to look at the tail. I I just want him down on his knees. It's fine. That (laughs) thing is going
1: to be all the way up like in the sky tail. It's
2: like another appendage. Like it comes
1: out of his pants and it's just like, you know. We'll figure it out. We've got Cash with the tail and Ryan from Wishing Champagne Kisses with a disorder that makes him call you a piece of shit every 20 minutes. What? (laughs) God.
2: (laughs) I mean, and he would never. Um...
1: <laughs> he would never. That's <laughs> he why he never. has.
2: <laughs> he would never. Oh, damn it. Um, cash.
1: Cash with the tail. Okay, Sean, who we read for the podcast, and by the way, is like one of our top episodes. <laughs> cool. Hit the top. Sean, who can't help but start fires.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> He's an wow. arsonist.
1: He's a fire fighter that starts God. fires.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Sean then,
1: that's fine. Sean? Okay, the arsonist Sean. Kind of creepy, but okay. Okay, Sean starts arsonist with Duncan, who's got claws for hands.
2: I'm sticking with Sean.
1: Oh, arson, you, you're into that, yeah?
2: Yeah, why not? Sean, arsonist Sean
1: and Jay... Really, really sweet. Like the kindest person you've ever met would never do anything wrong to anyone.
2: Jay, yeah, just change his personality. We're we're making him like that. We're
1: making him the nicest. He's like golden retriever, like the happiest person ever. Wouldn't ruin anyone's
2: lives. I'm going with Jay. Really? He's gonna be still be a dirty talker.
1: I should have taken the dirty (laughs) sick okay and we
2: know where he likes to be he likes to be on his knees so i mean he could be nice to anybody that's fine as long as he's doing what he's supposed to do sure Sure
1: overly nice jay which seems wildly boring to me (laughs) um and colby who has a two-inch dick oh definitely
2: staying with jay
1: Right, we don't do no he, short,
2: short men. Come
1: you on love now. The nice guy? I was not expecting that. I was expecting you to be like, no, I love him. That is morally
2: grey. That's fine.
1: Okay, now tell us about playing with fire. Give us the down low on that. It's very short. It was very good.
2: <clears throat> it's a very it's a very quick book. It is um, part of an anthology, and sh- he is younger. Mm-hmm. She is older, and she is also his ex girlfriend's stepmom. And she has a child, and her ex, her uh, pre- previous husband who had died, um, was his boss. So there's all sorts of incest. Yeah, problems. Um, but they like really balance each other out because he's like a big kid, and he kind of needs a place to put all of that love and energy. Like he's like kind of like a golden retriever in that sense. Um, and she is a little un- insecure and he's all about like all her curves and, you know, all excited to bring her back to life and back to having time for herself. And, uh, I really enjoyed the scene where he discovers that she's taking care of herself and he says, let me do that for you. You shouldn't have to do everything. Just walks through the door. Excuse me, Mab hello, let me do this for
1: you. I was like, shit, I wish I was that way. If I heard somebody fapping off in the corner, I'd be like, excuse me, sir, would you like some assistance? Yeah. Kind of weird if a chick does it, I feel.
2: No. Yes.
1: What? Yeah, it is weird. Like, ooh, you're fapping off. Do you need a hand? It's not weird. I don't know, man. It's Um, Brit who would you marry other than this game who would you marry out of any of your characters
2: i mean i like them all to be honest with you (laughs) i mean i'd take any of them like who would i my husband is probably most like jay um lucky bitch (laughs) sometimes sometimes. (laughs) um but yeah like so the banter and the um yeah, probably Jay. No, nice. probably Jay. Because okay. I'm married to cool. him anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it, it works. What's your plans for your next books? So, at the end of Extra Dirty, something happens, and then everybody will know what the next book is. I can't talk about it because it is very much affected by what happens at the end of Extra Dirty. Um, but after that, I'm working on the Mom Comms, and I'm very excited about that. So these are four women that move in together to raise their children together. And myself, Mm -hmm. along with Jenny Barra, Swati MH and Daphne Elliott are each taking a character and we are writing it in a series. Um, And each of us and the the I start the series and my girl is she's got three kids she moves into this crazy house um, with all of these people and the house is falling down. Everything's going wrong. But like, they're like, we're going to do this because all men suck. And, you know, we're going to raise our kids together. You're and, not incorrect. Yes. And um, my girl's boss gets in trouble. He's a playboy billionaire. Um, he gets in trouble when um, he does, he owns a baseball studio and i mean a baseball team baseball studio my god um and I was like is that a thing i didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a he minute to a baseball team and like saint jude's or something asks uh can we have like a fundraiser there that night and he's like sorry can't and instead he has like the playboy models or something come and like and he's like he didn't know like who was supposed to be there but anyway so the, the magazines go crazy saying like he hates kids um and so he's got to fix his image and so he's forced to fake date um, somebody, and his father's like, "You need to go find Grace uh, Kensington, you know my my Grace, that's a matchmaker." He's like, "I'm not getting match made," and he goes to his uh, HR person, and oh, he's like, so it- "You're gonna, yes, yes, yes. Oh, you'll actually okay. meet, yeah, you'll meet them in the in extra dirty. You will meet this character. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. But he says to his, you know, client. I mean, his uh, employee." you're you and I are going to get engaged and she's like no like no not gonna happen he's like you have kids people will see me with your kids they're gonna think like we're gonna fix this PR nightmare and it's gonna be done and she's like fine then if only if you agree to watch the kids once a week and he's like yeah how hard can that be and then he comes into the house and it's like 10 kids all of these women and the house is falling down and like literally it's just gonna be like one disaster after another and the key is that in every book the the men the women won't leave until all of the men like all the women have been set up with men. So like he has to stay in this disaster of a house until all of her friends find somebody. Um, which is like obviously it's a disaster. Like so he buy a
1: dozen on crack.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's gonna be super funny, and we're doing it all together, and I'm super excited because like I've got like the grumpy playboy asshole and like the prim and proper um boss that's like i mean the female that just like wants nothing to do with him but like finds it hysterical that like everybody's like the kids are like pulling pranks on him there's like water coming from the ceiling like falling on him like he is just he's going through it um so that'll be fun i love destroying a man that sounds so cute (laughs)
1: yeah it actually does it sounds really like wholesome kind of hallmarkish in a
2: way yeah but there's gonna obviously be a lot of space because it's me yeah Yeah. which makes it even better it's like they'll find places to do things
1: (laughs) that's so cute is this why you are asking us to come up with a name for a baseball team because i thought my names were the best
2: yes it was
1: yeah i'm i don't know what I. i'm pretty sure i came up with like boston beavers (laughs) and like
2: I was like no Boston Big Dicks. That's yeah, so right. I was like, once again, no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Boston Big Dicks. Boston Big Daddies. I can't actually and remember like, what absolutely. we decided
2: on, but yeah, I was like, no, that's not gonna work. Nope.
1: Yeah. Boston Big Daddies. Boston Big Daddy Energy. Just yeah. like not into it. Hey. No. <laughs> Betty's no. just shaking her head, like. What You're the fuck worst was wrong at making you? names. I came up with girls who No, you didn't. Yeah, I actually did. You wanted girls that read porn. And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Brit. Yes. Do you have any advice for aspiring authors?
2: Um, write (laughs) And just write, you know, what you actually want to write also pay attention to tropes. Um, I feel like a lot of people, like if you actually want to sell books, um, you kind of have to have focus on the tropes. Um, And that was, I think, Anna um, Huang did a talk with us authors, and she was like, you know, tropes are kind of important. Um, I feel like so many writers are like, let me just write a book. And you know what? Um, The audience is now, like, there's so many books out there. And there's so many readers that, like, read, like, one to five books a week. And they expect certain things and they, you do want to be different, but like, you can't just throw anything out there anymore. Like if you want to sell, you kind of have to write to market. So write to market, but be true to yourself.
1: I'm so sick of this, like author having to put a book out every three months instead of just like allowing themselves to write what's true to their hearts. Otherwise they're just going to get canceled and they're done. And then next person.
2: It's exhausting and it's, it's not, it's not possible to keep it up. Um, you know, I did, I did a bunch, I was able to publish a bunch of things last year, um, because I had books already like written, um, this year I don't have anything ready for after extra dirty, like as after June, like I have nothing to release. (laughs) And normally I would have like two or three books already in the pipeline, So, I mean, I'm definitely the most that people can expect out of me for the rest of the year is like one more book because, I mean, I just I don't have the time um, to do a book in like I'm releasing the mom Comms in February. So you might get either a firefighter or the next in the billionaire series, um, in the fall, but I'm really not sure. Cause I don't want to rush anything. So it kind of just depends on if it, if it's flowing, I will release it. If it's not, then there'll be nothing till next February. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Leave your, you've got kids, you've got a husband, you got shit to do.
2: I do. You know, how,
1: yeah. I do. Um, where will you be? Where can people see you next? Like where's your next Made and great.
2: i'm definitely going to be in charleston south carolina in october um for a lit in low country and then i the
1: names of these book events you know I sometimes can't
2: i know they're
1: fucking hilarious
2: and then i'll be in love in vegas in october the end of october um, so I'll be at those two. I'm potentially supposed to be in San Diego in the summer. Um, so pending everything going right for that, I will be there as well.
1: Amazing! That's awesome. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: We absolutely freaking love you on this podcast, <laughs> and we're so grateful for you coming on. And I hope you have a great week and enjoy your Easter. Chill out. Don't write anything.
0: i not going holiday. to.
1: Good. I'm going. Yeah. To. I will. Yeah, enjoy your holiday. Anyway, guys. Happy Easter. Thanks for another, yeah, happy Easter. Mm, Thank you. you. Happy Pesach. (laughs) Everyone, have a good (laughs) week. You too. Bye.
0: Bye.